0: Summertime means longer days and shorter nights, but it can also mean mucking up your sleep routine. On today's episode of the Elevate Your Aid podcast, we're going to look at ways you can continue getting good sleep during summer. Let's get rolling. You're listening to the Elevate Your Aid podcast, where we firmly believe that time management and productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Productivity guru and self-care ninja Chris McPeak will debunk your biggest time management limiting beliefs. It's time to hear from everyday people like you, sharing their tips and strategies for success, and learning how to incorporate small changes in your life in order to make the most of every hour in your day. If you're ready to prioritize, synthesize, and realize your daily needs and wants, you're in the right place. Here's your host, Educator, podcaster, and wannabe 200 breaststroke national champion, Chris McPeak. Hey, everybody, and welcome back once again to the Elevate Your Eight podcast. My name is Chris McPeak. I am your host for this show where we focus on getting eight hours of sleep every day, working just eight hours Monday through Friday, which means that the remaining eight hours of your day is what we look to elevate and make the most of it as possible. Thanks for tuning in today. So it is almost the first day of summer, pretty soon, around the corner. And like I said, summer means longer days and shorter nights, which if you like to be outside and doing activity and stuff is great, but it can also wreak a little bit of havoc on your sleep schedule. I wanted to focus today's show on things that you can do to improve your summer sleeping. Summer nights can be associated with romance and fun, but they're equally linked with tossing and turning, sweating, lying in bed, cursing the heat. I did a a bit of research to find some things, and some of them are are actually quite interesting. So on bestlifeonline.com, the first thing that they recommend is taking a hot shower which seems counterintuitive when it's super hot outside, but they're saying that a drop in body temperature before bed can be a physiological trigger for falling in sleep. So boosting your body temperature a little bit with a hot shower can help jumpstart that reaction. That's a little crazy, right? The next thing that they recommend is wearing the right PJs. Some people think you should sleep naked and have nothing on your body. And that might be soothing in the early parts of the evening. But if it's hot and you're sweaty, then there's no way to wick away moisture. And that makes you hotter. And then of course, you're sleeping in your own pool of sweat. Um, uh, Flannel pajamas aren't the, the solution here. So this website is suggesting that you wear loosely woven cotton or fabric designed to wick moisture away like bamboo and viscose and I knit so I know that bamboo fiber is really really good solid material for for making things Um, and I'm gonna have to go find myself some bamboo pjs that sounds that sounds pretty nifty to me along with that is making sure that you buy the right sheets Um, and you want to keep your bed cool at night so what I read in another Staying cool for sleeping seems to be a pretty important, pretty important factor. A lot of my research was sharing this with me. Um, Hot and humid temperatures are tough on sleep. And strangely enough, an ideal sleeping temperature for most people is about 65 degrees Fahrenheit. And if you're thinking about your electric bill, (laughs) I'm already like shivering from fear from that because to get my house 65 degrees in the summer, um, in Los Angeles and particularly um, in the valley where I live it's really a push and so you know how do we balance a really high electric bill with the ability to have a good night's sleep with the cool room so there's a bunch of different things that you can do to keep your room to keep your house cool during the day and transition into a cool night so keeping your bedroom cool all day is including keeping your shades drawn. So it might be nice to have sunlight coming in for, you know, doing work in the morning and stuff like that. But um, we want to keep that room as cool as possible for nighttime. So keep your shades drawn and then use fans and air conditioners to regulate your bedroom temperature. I keep my ceiling fan and our bedroom on all day long, even if nobody's in it, because that circulates the the air in my space and our master bedroom tends to be the coolest bedroom because of where the vent is placed and that helps a lot in the summer for real when we're not home we keep that door closed and our dog duke likes to sleep on the bed but we try to encourage him we put like pillows and stuff on the sofa in the living room so he can sleep on that that way we can keep that bedroom cool all day. Keeping your bed linens and covers light and breathable and using cotton and linen as materials for your sheets. I don't know about you guys but we transition between a summer comforter and a winter comforter and in the winter we tend to use something a little heavier and we use like a duvet cover and in the summer we usually just use a light blanket or I have a t-shirt quilt that um, that is the perfect comforter for summer because it's mostly made out of t-shirts so it's nice cotton um, and uh, it's it's easy to wash on a weekly basis so we keep our linens clean. And that's something else that is important about your sleep sanctuary and your bed. You really should change your linens um, at least once a week and sometimes even twice a week. And again, if you're in Southern California, I know what you're thinking, oh, Chris, water. I don't want to spend a lot of money on water. but it's just, it's just one of those things. Summertime means summer reading. And if you're like me, you need more than just a paperback to get your summer reading done. I'm active and I commute, which is why I love Audible for all my audiobooks. And right now you can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash elevate to kick off your summer reading. Get bestsellers like Becoming by Michelle Obama, Or Elizabeth Gilbert's City of Girls. Some of my recent favorites are the 10th anniversary edition of I Will Teach You to Be Rich by Ramit Sethi and The Last Days of August by John Ronson. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash elevate to get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial right now. That's audibletrial.com forward slash elevate. Now back to our show. Okay, some of these articles that I'm reading, they're suggesting specific products, and I don't know enough about them to talk about them, but I'll put them for you in the show notes. Um, okay, something else that you can do to get better sleep is to take advantage of morning sunlight. And this article is suggesting this is on the sleepdoctor.com. One of the best ways to keep your circadian rhythms in sync and your sleep schedule on track is to get sun exposure in the morning. A strong body of research shows that morning exposure to natural light is linked to better sleep, fantastic, as well as lower levels of depression and stress. This is true year round. But it's never easier to get consistent exposure to morning sunlight than during the summer months. And that is so true, and I become so aware of it in the summer when we're going to the to the pool. Our team starts swimming at 6 a.m., and in the winter months, or even, you know, late fall, early spring, we're getting to the pool, and it's still pitch black outside. But now we leave the house at 530, and it's already somewhat light outside, so we're already getting exposure to that to that sunlight early on. I just become so aware of it when we're going to when we're going to the pool. Here's a suggestion that I'm I'm not particularly fond of because I don't like to camp, but <laughs> the sleep doctor's the sleep doctor suggests that going camping is a great way to improve your sleep. Um, he says that sleeping in nature and away from all the sleep disrupting artificial light exposure and stimulation of every life Everyday life turns out to have pretty potent benefits for sleep. And there's a study from the University of Colorado Boulder that spent several years studying the effects of camping on sleep and circadian rhythms. Well, of course they would, because Colorado is a great place to camp. Um, Their research has found that a weekend's worth of camping with only sunlight and firelight for light sources can reset circadian rhythms to their natural cycle and elevate melatonin production. Okay, husband, well, maybe you can get me to camp that way. We shall see. Oh, here's a big one, unplugging before bed. And I know I've talked about this on the podcast before. You should know that you shouldn't be looking at screens before you go to bed because the blue light they emit can make it difficult to fall asleep. Um, this article is also suggesting that unplugging before bed means actually unplugging all of your stuff that is interesting if you've got a lot of appliance and gadgets plugged in during the night they're generating heat even if they're not being used so plug everything into a power strip and then unplug that before bed to keep your room cooler that is interesting and I'm going to have to think about that one for a little bit like what can I afford to unplug that is interesting Other ways to keep yourself cool so that you sleep better would include keeping a thermos by your bed so that you have cold water. And if you wake up in the middle of the night, you can have a sip of something cool and refreshing instead of drinking warm water when you're half asleep. Also a recommendation here for using a cooling spray in your room. And you can make your own out of aloe vera gel, witch hazel and peppermint oil. The aloe and the witch hazel soothe your skin and the peppermint oil makes your skin's cold receptors kick into overdrive. That actually sounds really fun and I might have to do that like right away. Targeted cooling can also help. There's a suggestion here to run cold water or rub ice cubes on your pulse points. Blood vessels are close to the surface there so a little bit of cooling action can have a lot of cooling effect in addition to your wrists and your neck, don't forget to do the tops of your feet for maximum coolness. And that would explain too why a lot of people feel the need to expose their feet in the summer. Um, It feels hotter when you have your feet covered. And I think that also has to do when they like when it's cold in the winter, and they tell you to keep heat inside that you should wear a hat something about your feet and your head are entry points for um, cold and, and hot to be held in. So that's probably why we tend to kick the covers off and expose our feet when we are in bed and we're, and we're hot. Here's one for making a cold, a dry cold pack. It says, take a sock and fill it with rice and then store it in the freezer or refrigerator and you can bring it to bed with you at night to rest your eyes or the back of your neck to cool you down. And also put some lavender in there too. That is something else that sounds pretty cool. And I might actually create one of those myself. Super fun. The last tip I think I'll talk about today is not to ditch your sleep schedule. So when it's summer, and we do have extra daylight, we often think that you can stay up later, because you want to do more things and take advantage of the long day. But this also upsets the timing of your circadian rhythms, which can have a cascading effect on your sleep, your performance and your mood. The best thing that you can do to Keep up the quality of your sleep is to keep a consistent sleep schedule. So that goes for weekdays and weekends and for seasons. So stick within an hour of your regular bed and wake time, and you'll be able to spend the summer getting the rest you need and keep your biological sleep wake rhythms on track. So there you have it. I have no idea how many tips I just gave you. It must have been easily 10, probably 12 or 15. And with the first day of summer just around the corner, it's super important that we. Heed this study of our sleep so that we can ensure that our evenings are honoring that eight hours so that we can have a productive eight hours of work the next day and elevate that other eight, which is exactly what this show is supposed to do, right? Don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or Stitcher, wherever you listen to your shows, and then take a screenshot of that rating and review and tag me on Instagram with it. So my Instagram handle is Christmas Peak, K-R-I-S-M-A-S-P-E-A-K. So take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, and I will be giving away some of my books on July 1st. So we'll announce the winners, on July 3rd, which is a Wednesday. So don't forget to do that. Subscribe, rate, review, screenshot, tag on Instagram. Have an amazing week and elevators. I'm out of here.